0: Hey, what's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Mets Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Kudajar, and I can't wait to get back into talking about the New York Mets. So, today is August 8th, and... You know, I, I'm going to somewhat be breaking down the Mets 3-0 loss to the Phillies, but I more want to just talk about the the whole weekend sweep that the Mets suffered to the Phillies and just the general struggles that the Mets have been dealing with the past week or so and, you know, really this whole season and, you know, just go over everything that we've been seeing from this team this weekend. It's been ugly. It hasn't been good at all, so I just kind of want to... You know, I'll take a, a quick look at today's game, but frankly, there's there really isn't much to say, and there really hasn't been much to say about any of these games this weekend or even earlier last week when they were playing the Miami Marlins. So, you know, let's just get right into this. I want to start again by just touching on today's game. The Mets lost three nothing to the Phillies. And I don't know, there there was really nothing positive from the Mets side of things in this game or any of the games this weekend. Walker continues to struggle with giving up the long ball. He gave up three solo home runs. Overall, it was, I guess, a better start than what we have been seeing because he, after a rough first inning, he did settle down, but he was still just giving up those big home runs. He did go six innings he gave up four hits, but again, three of them being home runs. He he had one walk and one strikeout. Only three earned runs, I guess. It technically went down as a quality start. Um, but, you know, it's been rough seeing Walker come out there. He was super reliable for the whole first half. And I think this was a, a worry about Walker that, you know, his innings were never... He's never really pitched that many innings in a season or as many innings that he as he's pitching right now in a season. And so, you know, maybe that's just catching up to him, but it just stinks because he was such a reliable pitcher in the first half. It was great whenever he would go out there on the mound. You know, he's given up four more home runs in his last four starts than he did in his first 17 starts. He's, you know, it's just, it stinks because he was so reliable and now this year or this half of the season, he just really has not been. And then offensively, and that's really what I'm going to be talking a lot about this episode, they only mustered two hits, and both of them came from Brandon Nimmo. Zach Wheeler absolutely shut the Mets down. But frankly, it was not really much of a surprise. And that takes me into the team struggles. So the Mets went in to this weekend with a half game lead on the division. They are now two and a half games out of first place. They're in third place now because the Braves also won today, moving them in front of the Mets. They're on a four-game losing streak, which is the biggest of the season that they've dealt with, and it, uh, frankly, it doesn't look like any of this pain <laughs> is ending anytime soon. This team, I mean, it really has just been all on the offense, I have to say. I mean... There there've been a few games in this past week and and let me also mention this isn't all just from this Philadelphia Phillies series. It's it just it wasn't all just Friday, Saturday, Sunday that this team has really been falling apart. It goes back to the series before against Miami and even the series against Cincinnati before that and the Braves before that and you know really mostly this entire second half and really this whole year it's the offense has really just not come through at all for the pitching. And there's no way to really wrap my head around or for any of us to really wrap any of our heads around these struggles. All three of these games against the Phillies, just for example, the pitchers held a, a really extremely hot Phillies offense in check, I'd say. Stroman only allowed two earned runs on Friday. Diaz did, did give up a, a two-run homer in the ninth. But, you know, Stroman, who was their starting pitcher, who, who pitched great for most of the game, Only allowed two earned runs. McGill allowed four earned runs on Saturday, which was the most that a starter gave up this weekend. And, you know, you'd think that four earned runs. Wow. That's I mean, that's not a lot, especially up against a really hot Phillies offense. That's not too bad. And he was pitching great for the game, except for one bad inning where he gave up the four runs. And then Walker today allowed three earned runs. So I'd say overall, the the Mets held a very good and extremely hot offense in check. But the Mets won none of those games because this offense is just showing nothing at the plate. Anytime a Mets pitcher gave up a run in this series, it felt like a death sentence for this team. It felt like the game was over. And that kind of is trend that that mentality is kind of translated in the way you see these players take at bats they look lifeless they show little discipline they're swinging at pitches way out of the zone and they're also not showing much plate awareness either we've seen multiple situations both you know in this series and series before especially in Miami where there were a lot of situations like this where we've seen guys get up with runners in scoring position and swing at the first pitch or you know not really go in with the right mindset and put a good at-bat together. And, you know, they'll swing at the first pitch. Uh, What comes to mind is on Friday, Brandon Nimmo getting up. I, I mean, first of all, there was already a weird scenario where Stroman wasn't swinging, even though bases were loaded and no outs. But then Nimmo gets up, bases loaded, one out. And swings at the first pitch, grounds it right into a double play, and that ends the drive. And that happened against Miami on the last game of the series especially. They had tons of runners in scoring position, bases loaded multiple times, and weren't able to get any runners home. And this has been consistent for the whole year. But it's really, really showing up recently, and it's been a big thing. This whole little downfall, this whole freefall that they've been going through recently has just been you know the offense as bad as it had been all year really took it to another level recently and has just been even worse than we've seen and also on top of that the the offense has just really been unable to hit fastballs for some reason which is also just sort of mind-boggling this was a really big issue on Saturday the Mets actually pulled themselves back into the game with back-to-back-to-back home runs from Conforto, VR, and McCann in the ninth inning when they were down five nothing and then two runners were on and there was one out and Pete Alonso and JD Davis both were unable to hit low 90s fastballs in the zone and both of them struck out and You know, it happened again today with Zach Wheeler throwing majority fastballs against the team. Granted, they were a lot faster, but still, fastballs and this offense can't hit them. And, you know, that's, that's just really what we've been seeing consistently from this team, and especially during this run of losses that they're going through. And then on top of all of the offensive issues... All of just the general issues this team has been dealing with, because there has been some sloppy defensive play as well, but there's just a lack of energy. And to me, this is the biggest problem. The lack of energy is, I don't know, it just makes no sense. You'd think that a team that has been so good at battling adversity throughout the whole year, has been so good at, you know, working with what they got, you know, had been in first place for so long, would play with a little confidence, would play with a little you know energy to say hey you know what we're in a bad place we're we're kind of losing here and there but we're not out of it we can deal with this and fight through this but they're not showing that energy this weekend was a huge series and you know it definitely wasn't the end all be all obviously you know hopefully not you know we're in the beginning of august right now there's still 2 months left definitely time for the mets to you know get out of this slump and battle back but it definitely was a huge series they were the Mets were in first place and they had the chance to defend their division title and their lead at the top of the division against a division rival Gained some ground against the Phillies who were playing really well and throughout this whole series the Phillies players were fired up they were getting huge outs they were screaming they were hyping their fans and their players up they were hitting home runs and, you know, hyping each other up, getting big hits. Even even on the walks, they were firing each other up. And the Mets on the other side, the team that, you know, is the one, at least to begin this series, was in first place, showed no energy. They looked like they didn't even care. It looked like they were just going out there to play another game. Just got there, play baseball, and that's it. Like, they didn't, they didn't seem to be having any fun. They didn't seem to be having... Any sense of urgency or excitement, even in their spots where they were getting things going. They, I mean, at times, not that that happened too often, but, you know, they didn't seem fired up at all. And it just looks like they're letting this slump and this slide get to their head. And that's, you know, not okay. So, I mean, what needs to happen? You know, just to, just to finish this episode off, what needs to happen for this team to go and turn things around? And, you know, frankly, I don't have all the answers. And these are just kind of some things that I'm sensing and, and think would help this team out because, I don't know, they're just in a bad rut. I, I think their approach at the plate is the, the main thing that obviously needs to change. You know, be more patient in those big spots, not just hacking at the first pitch, Try not trying to hit the home run anytime guys are on because it seems a lot of times guys are up there they know this team knows that they need to get a big hit they need to you know get these runners in and they're going up there looking to drive the ball out of the park when you know they just need to go settle in. You know, focus on fundamentals, try and string some hits together, get a rally going, get the guys, you know, get everyone in on this and get this team fired up. And then that brings me to my second point is that they need to bring energy. Someone needs to fire this team up, I, I whether that be Rojas or a player in the clubhouse, someone needs to fire this team up you know, on Friday, Luis Rojas, after the game where the Mets surrendered their division lead to the Phillies and surrendered the first place spot for the first time in 90 days, he said that after the game, there was no message to the team. And to me, that's unacceptable. And, you know, I said this back in May, I think an episode in May that, you know, I'm a pretty, I'm a, I'd am say I'm a fairly big Luis Rojas defender. I, I, I've generally liked him as manager and, you know, obviously there are things that he does or decisions he makes that I disagree with here and there, but I think overall he's, you know, up until this recent slide has really helped this team and really led this team through, you know, a pretty difficult season and battled a lot of adversity whether it be injuries or delays or double headers and such. But I, this is unacceptable. Him saying that there was no message to this team after they just lost a huge game, gave up the division lead. That makes no sense to me. The coach is there to lead these, t- lead these players, and he needs to fire them up. I I think that you know he's a more of a a players manager, and he's trying to be as you know friendly and nice to these players as possible, but. Honestly, a situation like this does not need that. It needs someone who's going to go in there, get this team fired up. And if it's not Rojas, as I was saying, it needs to be a player. Some player needs to step up. Back in the beginning of the year, we saw Pete Alonso under the name of Donnie Stevenson go and you know fire these players up and get these guys going. And it doesn't make sense to me why we're not hearing anything along those lines. I know Steve Cohen actually went and talked to the team before today's game, and clearly that did not work out too well because I'd say, honestly, today was probably the worst performance the Mets put on the field of the three games, despite them losing the other two as well. So, I mean, the biggest thing for me is they need to bring energy. If they're losing games, but they're still fired up and they're still fighting, that's one thing. But if they're losing these games and they're basically laying themselves down and saying, you know what? We give up. We don't care. That is not okay. So, you know, who knows? Hopefully this team turns things around soon. You know, obviously that's, that's what we're all hoping for as Mets fans and can really try and turn this whole situation around but it's I mean it's been tough to watch and they have a tough schedule coming up against the Dodgers and Giants 13 straight games coming up but they do have an off day tomorrow, which hopefully will just give them a chance to reset. And then on Tuesday, they start a three game set against the Washington Nationals. On the mound for the Mets will be Carlos Carrasco. He is 0 0 right now with a 324 ERA through his first two starts of the season. And then on the mound for the Nationals is Paulo Espino. He is 3 3 with a 366 ERA. Hopefully the Mets can bounce back against a Washington team that really traded away most of their players at the trading deadline. But, you know, they really just need to take a step back, fire themselves up and get back out there because, you know, if, if they keep playing like this, it's going to be a really rough rest of the season. So let me know what you think. Send any thoughts, questions, opinions about anything I said or anything else about the Mets to my Twitter, at PodMets. I love talking about the Mets. I love talking about baseball. So send any of your thoughts to my Twitter, at PodMets. And don't forget to follow as well. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I just said, be sure to follow my Twitter at PodMets and follow the podcast wherever you listen so that you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much again for listening, and as always, let's go, Mets.